Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa, and with me today is... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. I don't know. I don't know if you wanted me to like spill the beans about what we're talking about because I just found out. Normally we have. Today we are talking about eschatology. Eschatology. End times. So we're going to look at uh, Matthew chapter 24. Uh, the disciples are talking with Jesus and, and the, what's going to happen in the end mm-hmm. comes up. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that we uh, get to realize and wrestle through in this world is that <clears throat> God actually has a plan, Right. Amen. Um, yep. It's in the Bible. We It's there for us to read. And, and if you've ever really thought about where we are in Scripture, if you go find that little bit of paper that is in between. That little bit of paper. In between um, uh, Jude. I think it's Jude. Oh, yeah. And Revelation. If you can find that little blank piece of paper there. In my Bible, I don't even think there's a page. No, I don't think there is. Uh, there's just like a little bit below well, that. Because Jude, Jude is, is so Jude, small. In my Bible, Jude and Revelation chapter 1 are on opposite sides of the page. Yeah, like so Jude and... we are between those two we're pages. We're this part right here. There's <laughs> yeah, like a little yeah, bit of a little, blank space. A little bit of a blank spot. <laughs> That's where we are. And uh, in all of those first hundreds of pages, it's talking about creation and then the unfolding story that leads to salvation through Jesus, which leads to him uh, ascending into heaven after the cross and resurrection. Yeah. And he says, I'm coming back. Right. And then a there's time. a bunch of letters to churches and there's a history of how things grew with the book of Acts. There's some mm-hmm. personal letters and some different stuff that's in there that helps us to understand how to structure as a church and how to do things properly. Right. And then we get to the start of Revelation and then we're looking at the future. Right. Um, it's, it's Which is vision, hard, I think, for people It's the vision to... that John had. So we actually live in the middle of that, right? <laughs> and so many times it just becomes... Absolutely amazing when you realize that God not only showed us how we got to where we are, yeah. what we're supposed to do with the stuff that we've learned, like how to structure churches and what we're supposed to do in, in, in sharing the gospel and all of those kinds of things, but he also outlines for us, this is what it's going to look like in the future. Right. Because as believers, this is our story too. Oh, right. Yeah, like absolutely. this is, we, we find ourselves here in our history of what our God has done. And as, I mean, I'm not, a Jew, I'm not an Israelite, I'm not Jewish. So for me, I'm adopted into this family. You are a Gentile. Yes, I am. You're a Gentile, um, yeah. But we're adopted and we yeah. are now children of God, yeah. right? Sons Absolutely. and daughters. So this is our history. And I think sometimes we forget that. How amazing it is that we actually get to have, have this reality. God has a plan yeah. for the universe. Yep. And he lets us know it. And then he lets us be in it. Yeah. And we actually have a role in that, um, which we're going to unpack as we talk a bit. But there's actually some promises and some things for us to watch for and look for with hopeful anticipation as that comes to the full end. And then Mm -hmm. one day, you know, we're going to walk on streets of gold in Hmm. heaven. Mm -hmm. With with God there, full access. Yeah. All the problems of the world 
are gone. The Holy Spirit, like just right? all together. And, like, and yeah. that should get you kind of excited. Yeah. So that's where we're headed today. And we're going to start with Matthew chapter 24, verse 3. Just the one verse. Okay. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? People are still asking this question today. Yeah, I was just going to say. Um, <laughs> the same question. When they had Jesus alone, the disciples would ask lots of questions. Now, I immediately go, okay, this is how we know that the word of God is inspired, holy, infallible, because not all the questions that they would have asked are there. <laughs> That's right? absolutely like, true. There's no know, way they just ask the one and then Just go on a road trip with go. a kid and oh, answer yeah. their questions. Why is that like this? Why is this like that? Why did you pick the color blue for the sky? Why does why is water yeah. wet? You know all yeah. of these things. Yeah, yeah. They would have asked questions after questions after questions like how exactly did you conceive of how fish were supposed to breathe water but birds breathe air? Or how did yeah. you Okay, like, well you're going farther than I would have thought, but yeah, those are definitely well, good questions. I would have been asking all those questions. These guys were fishermen. They were the farmers. They, <laughs> they would have question after question after question. And you once they realize that they are sitting with the God of the universe who actually has the answers. You get all of that. Would you not want to know? I would I would want Where to know. is the most gold that I can just readily Where's pick up here? <laughs> In, in, in Israel. Like, if I was to travel as fast as I could, how long would it take me to go... Are there aliens? Can I go around the world? Is the world round or flat? You know, like, the <laughs> yeah, questions. this time. Yeah. How many stars are there? Have you been to all of them? Like, we go through all There's of the questions, and this is how we questions. know, right? So just imagine all the questions that are not recorded in, in Scripture, yeah. because, well, just one. we don't need them. How do we know? Yeah, we, <laughs> right? don't need, we don't need them. Um, but we do but we like apparently them. need... This, this one, one. <laughs> um, right? Yeah. It's it's when are you coming back? Yeah. How is this going to go down? And uh, yeah, here here's the reality, right? There is going to be a generation that does not die, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I Weird, say this all yeah. the time to our church. Yeah. Right. There's two ways out of this world. You can die physically, or you can be alive when Jesus returns. Yeah. And we need to be ready for our death mm. physically. Mm. And, you know, in, yeah. the, in our world, you write wills and you prepare. And, yes, there are yeah, tragedies that catch you off guard. But you try not to leave people in, you know, yeah. d- things in disarray if that was to happen. But oftentimes we don't think about what would happen if Jesus was to come back before we finish this podcast. Yeah. Right? Like, it's actually a possibility. When I was a kid, though, I used to try to always be thinking about it because there's that verse, right, yeah, that nobody yeah. knows. <laughs> We're going to get when there. Not, like, <laughs> We're going to get there. <laughs> you break in and steal all that kind of stuff. So I'd always be like, if I just think about it all the time. I will outwit. Then the I will eternal. outwit the God of the universe. Yeah, no. Isn't that funny, the things we think when yeah. we're kids? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? You're not the only one, right? So um, there's a generation that isn't going to die. We need to be always ready. It, wouldn't it be amazing if you were part of the generation that was alive when Jesus returns? And that could happen at any time. Uh, we're called to be ready for that. That's that's the big thing here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when will this all happen? Uh, and then we get to chapter, or sorry, Verse. verses four through eight. And Jesus answered them, see that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. 
So that's where we are, I think, right now. Date. Yeah. <laughs> For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places, and these are but the beginning of the birth pains. Yeah, and we're, so, we're not supposed to be deceived by all the people that come in and say, I know when Jesus is, the end is near, yeah, yeah. right? Okay, yes. But if the end is Tuesday at 3 o'clock, no. <laughs> yeah, very specific. Right? Yeah, very specific. And there still are people that, that fall for that, right? Like, hmm. you know, you see the the ads on social media or whatever, and they're like, send this money and we'll tell you all the secrets of when right. or how Jesus is coming back. And uh, don't fall for that. Yeah, Jesus tells us right here in Scripture, there are going to be people who say, I know. Um what's going on and there will be even more people saying i am actually jesus i've already come back here i am (laughs) right that's gonna happen and we're gonna hear about all of these things going on in the world that are are frankly troubling right and and we do there's lots of troubling things happening in the world so um when uh, this was a while ago it was not even it was not even the most recent of invasions that Mm. have occurred in the world that have garnered big media. But uh, at one point as a pastor, I got in kind of a little bit of trouble because somebody asked me why I wasn't praying for the conflict. Right, and they right. used the phrase like that, the, the conflict. conflict. Like it's okay. the only one going on in the world. So I did a quick Google search and I asked them, which one of the 24 wars that are currently going yeah, on in the world yeah. would you like me to be bringing attention to? Mm-hmm. Or do you not care about the 48 people groups involved in those 24 wars? Yeah. Yeah. You only care about one of them because it was on the TV last night. That you I watched. I gotcha. Right, okay. right, right. So for a few months, I made sure that we listed all of the wars until right. somebody actually asked me, same person, please stop telling me about all the wars in the world. I'm like, this is, this is what we've been told. Yeah. There will be wars. There will Don't be, be earthquakes. Don't be shocked by it. There will be famines. There be will alarmed. be all sorts of things. Yeah. And the most uncomforting verse of it all is don't be alarmed <laughs> don't be alarmed uh, all this these must, are but the beginning of the birth pains this must take before place. jesus can return yeah there's going to be a whole lot of trauma in this world yeah um yeah, and that's hard for us to hear i think it is hard for us to hear when we realize we can't control that we can't stop it we can't make mm-hmm. it better we can't do anything about it we can pray yes we can yeah, be part of humanitarian things and we can Try to try to do what we can do, but there's no way for us to stop the concept of yeah. war. Right. There well, the best no thing way we can for us, do yeah. is continue to tell people about Jesus. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's the and thing. Love them. But as all of these world tragedies happening, and the the things all are going down, we need to remember that this is the beginning of the end, mm. not the actual end. Right. It's the beginning. We're going to have to endure all of this. Which brings us to verses 9 through 14. Then they will devour you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. Yeah. And you know what? As a kid reading that, a teenager reading that, it's, I can remember thinking, okay, if I'm not staying faithful to the end, like, can you please just take me before? Because I want to. But what if I'm not strong enough? What if my love grows cold? Like, just take me now. Take me <laughs> now to be with you. Yeah. 
now. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a bold prayer. It's a bold prayer because what if he did? <laughs> well. <laughs> right? You'd be him. like, hey, I'm with him. I'm with him. To live as Christ and but to like, die as gain. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Send like, me there. To get to that point where, and you, when you read the martyr stories and the different, yeah. you know, like those early Christians, what they did, um, Fox, fed to the Fox's, lions. Fox's fed, book, book of Martyrs. If all you're of wondering those, where you can read some of those, it's a classic mm-hmm, older book that uh, uh, has a lot of uh, people who have died for their faith listed in there. And, and there yeah. is a modern... Uh, continual update. There's actually a, a yes, website that's right. uh, you can go read. But when you read those, to realize that you have to get back to the point where you no longer mm-hmm. care about you and it's only Jesus. Yeah. Do I live that way every yeah. day in my life? Do I live that way or do yeah. I look at myself too much? Do you know what I mean? Like these are questions that this makes me ask myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I know of personally two guys that I know that are pastors that have preached in bulletproof vests because somebody threatened to kill them. If yeah. they didn't stop preaching, right, and so they, of they strapped on a they strapped on a vest and yeah. said, "Do your best. Don't don't hope you aim for the chest." Kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did anybody ever shoot them? No. No, did but they, there have did they been. have to take it serious? Yeah. Yes, because that is the thing: is persecution is part of our life. It's part of the deal. It is. Um, when we Absolutely. become believers, and this is, you know, part of the why this becomes applicable really to to something like us at discipleship.ca. If you want to be a disciple of Jesus, you have to understand that persecution is part of the deal. Well, like right here, you will be hated by (laughs) all nations for my name's sake. Like those, you know, love is all you need. And no, people are not going to love you. Yeah. You need God's love. There are daily, and I mean daily, people who are in situations where they are not going to, they're not going to play the Jesus card. Because you do not want to live with the grief that will happen because of it, yeah. and that's not—that's <clears throat> not to say that that's a—that's a, that's a ha- bad way to live life. Sometimes a good way to live life is to become friends with people and then let them ask you why you're different, and then oh, yeah. you can share that. Sometimes, though, you need to step in and say, "You know what? This is wrong, and I need to deal with this because mm-hmm. of my faith." Yeah. And yeah. sometimes there's—that's hard to do, yeah. and that's because per- persecution is part of it. False prophets are part of the deal. They're going to take. Yeah. Uh, they're going to take God's word. They're either going to take a and subtract a bit of it, add something to it, or twist it. Yeah. And they're going to. If you don't know the truth, you're going to be taken by that false teaching, slowly but surely, mm-hmm. away from the core of what Christian faith is about. Yeah. So we need to know God's word, but we also need to understand that false prophets are part of the deal. Yeah, and we're we, to be watching. We're to be watching and be on guard. Along with that, people leaving faith is part of the deal. Well, I mean, like, their love growing cold, yes. falling away, yes. betraying one another. Like, they're there talking are, about believers here. Yeah, there are, if one you another. just stop and think about, yeah. if you've walked in faith for a long enough time, and for me now, I'm I'm pushing 35 years right. of being a yeah. Christian, I can probably, not probably, I can literally name hundreds of people if I was to stop and think about it. From all the way back, people I went to youth group with, people I right. went to Bible college with, yep. people I've worked in churches with. People who are related to us. People who are related to us, right. who have walked away from faith, said, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, This is too long. The persecution's too much. The false teaching was too easy. The whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I don't want to hear about more. it. And then they get angry. I know. Because they've walked away, but you haven't. So what makes you different? I'm mad at you that you still hold to that truth. I know. And it's hard, and it's part of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Thanks. But it's, yeah, it's true. Evil increasing in our world 
is part of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's the world is not getting better. No, we're not getting. The world is not intended, according to scripture. Yes. To get better. No, there's an end date. Until Jesus returns. That's right. It's going to get worse. Hmm. Um, So we need to be ready for that, right? We need to be prepared for that. But the reality is we get to the last verse, verse 14 there, and it says, and this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. and then the end will come. So what are we called to do? Share the gospel. Know it well enough to not be seduced by false teaching. Yeah. Know it well enough to not succumb to persecution. Know it well enough to not be caught by evil. Know it well enough to not walk away from the faith so that it can be a testimony. Hmm. I hold to this because it's true. And then one day, Hmm. Jesus returns. There will be a generation of Christians who have been told you believe a fairy tale that the world will see Jesus come back and go, Oh. Oh, yeah. They were telling the truth. Things about to get real. That's right. Right? And we yep. need to hold on mm-hmm. for that because you never know when that's coming. Yeah. You might be a 20-year-old believer who thinks you have another 50, 60 years of life. So you're pacing yourself for that 50, 60 years of <laughs> right. life. But Jesus might come back tomorrow. So you might not want to pace yourself if you've got to share the gospel with somebody. Yeah. Because that's that's the, the, the intensity with which this comes with. Now... These guys were living, you know, the disciples were living in a Roman-controlled environment where should a Roman soldier decide that the Jewish guy looked at him wrong, he could just kill him. Right. So life lived a little different back Mm -hmm. then, right? Mm -hmm. And and we need to be aware of that. But persecution, false teaching, people leaving the faith, evil increasing, they're all part of the deal. But so is sharing the gospel. Yeah, and so is is enduring and staying, standing firm in Christ. So we need to preach and be ready. Because people need Jesus, and they need somebody to tell them what the truth is. And that's part of what we get to do in that plan. Mm-hmm. We're going to jump forward a little okay. bit. We're going to skip the abomination of desolation as it's in my Bible. And yep. we're going to go to the coming of man. So if you can read from verse 30 to 35. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds and from end of heaven, one end of heaven to the other. So this is going to happen. Here's Yeah. Okay, here's my thing. Like and when we read, you know, when Jesus' birth, there's angels involved. Angels show themselves. Typically we don't see a lot of angels. Yeah. Um, so this is something that is not normal for our world right now. Right? Like to see Yeah. Okay, so I mean Frank Peretti, I, I like Frank Peretti's books, mm-hmm. uh, This Present Darkness and mm-hmm. Piercing the Darkness, where mm-hmm. he writes that story where mm-hmm. he tries to meld the worlds of the spiritual, spiritual battles yeah. that powers and principalities that are around us and unseen yes, and the world that we live in. So are there angels in this world? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, are they around us all the time? 100%. Right. And the reason I know that is because we're comfortable saying that there are demons in this world and that they're around us. Uh, Oh, yeah. Lucifer's what I'm just saying throat. is it's not common, no. like, in the but air. But for us to, to see them, them yes. For us, uh, for us to be aware mm-hmm. of the angels in, in our presence or doing what it is that God has them doing uh, in any given moment. Yeah, we're not aware of that right. necessarily. I mean, back in the day, there was that old TV show here in, in Canada. I think it was it was in the States as well, like Highway to Heaven. 
where there was the old the guy driving a car Michael around Landon? and Michael Landon was yes. in the car and he was the angel and he's like uh, he had jobs to do oh, and like we got to go to the town down the road and help this person it was like the weirdest show but I remember super watching that. watched but <laughs> I mean nobody knew that he was well the guy driving the car knew that he was an angel he was also like in Little House on the Prairie with Michael Landon I forget what he he was a oh. former football player anyway what oh yeah okay. um, Merlin Olson. I don't know. I, I just remember. Good. Anyway, got memories flooding back here that are unnecessary for Your the podcast. Your child is coming back, rising up, <laughs> rising up. I had three TV channels <laughs> and one was in French, so. Oh, oh yeah. good for you. So there we go. We didn't have a lot either. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's angels around us. Mm-hmm. We just aren't aware. Mm-hmm. This says, going to be very oh, you're going to be very aware of this one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Jesus like, is coming back and there is a welcoming the party. The angels are going to gather the elect. And, that, and that's my point. That's the point here from this one is don't be caught by surprise by this. Like mm-hmm. there is going to be a moment where Jesus comes back and there's going to, an angel is literally not going to knock on your door. It's just going to suddenly be standing beside you saying, Let's go. it's time to go. And you're going to be like, what? Who is this person that has broken into my home? I don't know which way they're going to come in, but if it was like Highway to Heaven, you, they kind of look like a <laughs> hobo-y kind of guy. There was no like wings that. and glowing thing. He was yeah. just like a dude. And yeah, they're going to show know, up. Maybe. They're going to come gather Jesus' followers together. And this is going to be an amazing reality. And we'll know what's going on, right? Like I, I feel that... I would assume As, so. Like it's not like we're going to be like resistant and like, no, you can't take me. No, it doesn't say the angels are abducting us. Well, it just says they will gather. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to gather us together. Yeah. They're saying, hey, from around the world. Yeah, from the four winds, from one end of heaven. And bring you to one place. From one end of heaven to the other. Here we go. Boom. We're going to go somewhere. I think Wherever it'll be Jesus returns. Different than so every day. will Jesus return at the same place he went up? I don't know. In, in Israel? Mm-hmm. Will he return wherever the Garden of Eden was? Mm-hmm. Will he return where. Uh, the I new Jerusalem is going to lower down, but we're going to go him, not the part. there. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, right. So the angels are going to gather us up and take us there. Will we be aware of it? I think we are going to be amazed <laughs> by what goes on. So. And and could you imagine getting to be the people? They'd be like, how how'd you get to heaven? I was swept up by an angel and I got to be part of the uh, arrival parade for Jesus. The arrival. And people will be like, that's amazing. I had to die to get here. Yeah, I seriously. Didn't. Well, it's like when when our youngest was little and we were driving in the car, and he it was when he actually was like, "I think I need Jesus, Mom. I want to go to heaven, and and I need Jesus to do that." But then he was asking me like, "Do you think we could maybe all just live until Jesus takes us all back?" And I said, "You know, we don't know. Nobody knows." And he's like, "Well, maybe we could all just die at the same time." And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Well, that's pretty traumatic, but <laughs> yeah, it's God has a plan for all of but that. Both are actually possible. <laughs> right? I mean, it's true. And I mean." By God's grace, our family is still all alive. He, yeah. is, he is a yes. uh, young guy in, in college at this well, point. He was really little, yeah. He was little back then. Now, so but the <laughs> opportunities are still in front of us for Jesus to come back mm-hmm. and take us all at the same time. So That's my hope. They it's just come it's back. there. There's still an opportunity. Um, you know, the passage continued in there. It talks about the fig tree. Right. It's lesson and the, the, the branches become tender, puts out its leaves. So, you know, the summer is near. You see these things. You know that he is near the very gates. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not Mm. pass away. Mm -hmm. And the reality is is that this should drive our desire. As we see these things happening, the wars, the people walking away, the increasing evil, we push 
to share the gospel and to teach truth. Increasing sickness. Like there's just Great, so much so many things, getting worse, you know? But this should drive our desire to share the gospel and share the truth of scripture mm. as much as we can into the world so that people know, right? Yeah. We can't control their response to the word no. or to the gospel, mm-hmm. but we can control our ability or our willingness to share it. Yeah. Um, and we you know, speak. it's God that, yeah. that works in hearts and transforms hearts and minds. It's not our job to do that. It is our job to know the gospel, to know scripture, and to preach, to share that gospel, to find ways to make sure that people know that the hope of eternity is found in Christ, in yeah. Jesus, right? Mm. Last, uh, last verses, verses 36 through 44. But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. For as were the days of Noah so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark. And they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and one left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and one left. Therefore stay awake, for you do not know what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you must also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. That was the verse where I was like, I'm expecting him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid. I will be smarter. Because you know, as teenagers, you're like, be... I need to get married. I want to have kids. All of these selfish things. I will be just... smarter than you, God. <laughs> I am not going to go to sleep. Oh, sure God I will be oh. watching. Oh, no, pumpkin. that didn't didn't work out for you, did it? Well, well I don't know. You haven't got, I mean, I did go to sleep, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, how would you like this? So we started this off asking, you know, like, what kind of questions would we ask God and yeah. how many didn't get written down? How would you like it if you knew that you were talking to the Son of God and you said, hey, when are you coming back? And the answer was, I don't know, only the Father knows. Yeah, I don't actually know. Hey, well, hold on. Slow down. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean you don't know, right? And that's what the scripture says, is the... Uh, Concerning the day and the hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven nor the sun, but the Father only. Um, some early manuscripts take or the sun out. Most that belong uh, believe that, that those words should belong in there, but some people in translations way back in the day thought, nope, the sun knew everything, so we can't say that. I think Jesus didn't know that because he didn't want to have to have, tell the, the truth. So God the Father doesn't let the son know mm. so that when he's here answering the questions of the disciples, he can say, that's not for me to know. Yeah. Cause it's not for you to know. So I don't know it so that right. I don't have to lie to you. Yeah. Cause if I lie to you, then I'm not a perfect salvation for right. you. Right. 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 Anyway, that's a little sidebar. <laughs> what do we know about Jesus return from this? First, only God knows when. Yeah. Second, it's going to be quick and unexpected. Mm. Third, you're going to be surprised. Right. Yeah. Fourth, it's not going to be when you think it's going to happen. Yeah. So be ready. Be ready. Anyone who tells you that they know when it's going to happen is is speaking straight foolishness. Run away from that. False. Anybody yeah. who says that they can predict it is crazy. Stay away from that. And this brings me to my one of my favorite soapboxes. Oh, no. Um, end times conspiracy theory type, like what way do you think this is going to end? It's a painful 
exercise to try to figure out am I all millennial, post millennial, pre millennial, mid trib, post trib, middle. Why does that? I was talking to the other day. trib. We we work in an area where we have some young Bible college students in the area, and when they take, uh, you know, their their prophetic and or end times kind of their class uh, on it, a class mm-hmm. classes on it. They're always first thing they say. Well, how do you think it's going to go down? Where do you fit? Well, I think it's going to happen fast. It's going to be a surprise. Nobody knows except for God the Father. So be ready. Yeah, that's my end times view. Yeah, it doesn't fit with anybody's little charts. No, I know. Fits with Scripture. Doesn't fit with anybody's charts. We can make a lot of different charts. I think yeah. we spend a lot of time worrying about that. Do you know what I know? We're supposed to worry about. Are you sharing the gospel with the people that need to hear it before it happens? Hmm. That's where we need to be. That's what it we should need to be doing drive people. us to get to that spot. <laughs> yeah. Because whether or not you figure it out is irrelevant. We're told we won't. So that's true. I mean, you don't want Jesus to come back. I used to think this way. You used to try to always keep yourself aware so that you would never get caught by surprise. You know what I thought? No. We could make it so that Jesus could never come back <laughs> if we all just came up with a slightly different version. Because oh. nobody knows. So if we all had a different version that covered all times, (laughs) could he ever come back? Because scripture can't be false. So we could all just take a day and say, that's the day I think he's coming back. And by the time 7 billion of us pick a day, look at that. The world's going on forever. So here's a real question. Does he not come back because we all think we can predict it? Rather than spending the time sharing the gospel and making sure people are (laughs) are, are saved and going to be in heaven... We're spending all our time and energy trying to figure out when he's coming back, which is not what we're supposed to be doing. Right, right. We're supposed to be sharing the gospel with the world that desperately needs it. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts. That's your thoughts. Well, guys, thanks for joining us for our conversation today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like, or comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day, and I hope you can join us next time. Until next time. And as a caveat, I don't believe that we can actually control God No, I was like, you might want to clarify. So so no, no one knows the time, only the Father. And if you happen to guess it, you didn't actually know it because you were just guessing anyway. (laughs) Just guessing. Have a great day, guys. Until next time.